Well, you guys, you're back in Guatemala. I'm back in Jacksonville. Got back um, what the night? Yeah, you gotta feel like a yo yo. Where do you live now? Yeah. Well, unfortunately, we live in Jacksonville right now. So, (laughs) yeah. How's Shelly doing? Um, we'll say fine, but they, uh, you know, the, the first surgery went well. Um, so she's got one more, but it's not scheduled till February 6th. We just got okay. all that done yesterday with the scheduling. Gotcha. Okay. So. Well, I'll ask you some questions about that and some different things, but I appreciate you jumping yeah. on. I know it's a busy sure. time and, um, again, you probably feel like a yo-yo, but it's exciting to see how God keeps on working and how everything keeps on you know, marching forward in Guatemala and then uh, with your family in Jacksonville. I'm glad you have family in Jacksonville too. It's kind of a, a neat opportunity, I guess, to go back and forth and I guess all in God's time, right? Yeah. Yeah. And um, I mean, there's opportunities here, opportunities for our kids and I've had some things pop up. So it's been good to see. I, anyway, it's it's sad. We all want to be in Guatemala right now, but now we're here, yeah. so we'll just do it's home. We're here. <laughs> uh, well, that's cool. Let me have a word of prayer with you, and I'll just ask sure. you a, bit, a few questions. Um, and just kind of keep in mind when it comes to some of those questions. I know the last time you were here was a while ago, and so we have a lot of new people. So we're trying to help people to know a little bit about what's going on, and um, kind of kind of building on a little bit last year with the start of the school, and then of course uh, what's happened with Shelley, and then kind of looking at the future a little. bit bit. So uh, excited about those things. And so just want to kind of share a little bit of an update with our church family at our, our praise service. So we're going to do something similar to what we did last year. We just won't have you live <laughs> uh, okay. as far as that. We'll have you recorded and um, excited about uh, what God's doing there. So anyway, we'll just have a word of prayer real quick. Yeah. So let's pray. Lord Jesus, I thank you for Jimmy. Thank you for Shelly and what you're continuing to do in their family, in their lives, and in their ministry. Just ask, continue to bless them. We're excited about what you're doing because it's gospel work and you're touching lives. You're changing lives because of the gospel and the message of Jesus Christ. We thank you for that. Just ask that you just uh, bless and certainly for the praise service this next Sunday uh, that you would help it to be a blessing to people to encourage them to be faithful in serving you, that they be encouraged in your work and be faithful in their giving and their prayers and their service to you. We ask this in Jesus name. Amen. Welcome to I Hope. We're here to bring encouragement and comfort from the Bible so that you can have a more hope-filled life. We are so glad you joined us here today, and we invite you to embark on this journey of discovery of the power of God's Word and how it can shape our lives each day. So listen in and join us as we explore how the Bible can provide hope and direction in our lives. I'm glad to be able to see you today. And just a few basic questions to kind of get started out again. And uh, the first question I'll ask is, would you mind just sharing again a little bit about what your ministry does in your own terms? Yeah, so um, our philosophy of ministry and and the goal of missions in Guatemala is to work with the Kekchi Mayan Indians. And our, our box of missions is that we train leaders and establish churches. There's about 1,500 unreached villages among the Kekchi people. It's a Mayan group of which like 76% still don't speak Spanish. And that's our target people group. And, and so that looks a bunch of different ways. We work in unreached villages. We train pastors. We have our Bible Institute um, with a three-year program. They live on our farm program where we teach them to be self-sustaining. And, but then this year, this past year, we started an elementary school because a lot of our people group has migrated to the U.S. and left a lot of kids behind. And we see that the elementary school 
to the middle school, to a high school, and, and then getting to our Bible college as um, a revo- to, to revolutionize the culture and and create a biblical worldview among the Kekchi people. And that'll that'll let the ministry continue long after us. So that's our our focus right now. It's really, really neat. Yeah, I, we kind of told our church last year uh, when we we saw what you guys were doing. And I said, hey, we want to get behind them. But this is not just like a one-year thing. This is like at least a 20-year thing because it's like a generational type of impact. So we need to continue to pray and to be able to give um, and to just uh, encourage you all. And so, I, by the way, I don't think I have this in my notes, but I wanted to let you know, we're going to send you $1,500 just to be a blessing. And we want to do more. Oh, wow. um, but uh, at the same time, I know you guys have had a lot of expenses and I know you're trying to take steps to keep on going with your school. So however you need to use it in your ministry, please feel free to do that. But we just want to be a blessing to you. Thank and you. we're excited about so what God's doing there. So, wow. so yeah, so we'll give that to you. However, we can talk about that later. However you want me to send that to you, we will. <laughs> okay, um, so kind of back up to this year. I know you were finishing up the school year and then that's when everything started to happen with Shelly. Do you mind just kind of dovetailing that story as far as how the school year went and then kind of catch us up with the situation with Shelly and then where you guys are at right now? Yeah, the, the school year, we started with two classrooms of first graders in January because we're going to, the education system has been so bad that we we started off with first grade and we're just going to build onto that because we can't really transfer people in. It also made it a little bit more manageable. Um, for first grade curriculum, Shelley wrote almost all of it because there isn't very much good education curriculum in Spanish. And so we finished, we thought we'd get through that year and then things will progress really well. Uh, and it's, it's been going great. The teachers are great. The students, we had students age seven to 12 in first grade because a lot of kids had started over because they still didn't know their vowels or able to read in, in fourth grade here. And I think it's probably the most successful start to a ministry we've ever had as far as the effectiveness and everybody showing up all the time. Our teachers didn't miss a single day, even to sickness all year long, which is shocking for any school anywhere. Um, everybody's excited. We had a lot of ministry opportunities. We were ministering to families. Um, got towards the end of the year because the school year goes January to October. And Shelly started having some abdominal pain. And then we ended up emergency flight back to the U.S. for emergency surgery about a month before the school year ended. Um, but for the school and for our ministry, Shelly had already, like we had the curriculum ready. The teachers were in a good a good system. Um, so then September 7th, Shelly had surgery for what was supposed to be cancer, 100% confirmed cancer by the doctors. Um, and then the results of that surgery was that there's no cancer. So just... Um, God working a miracle. I mean, it's a long story, but we're very thankful for the way God has worked in her life and and medically. I mean, beating all the odds, we know that that's what God does. And uh, so, results of that though is that we still need one more surgery to put everything back together, and that will happen February sixth. Um, I just went back to Guatemala for a week last week to check on things. We'll be going down again in January, and then probably again in March. But it looks like full time we'll be back probably in May after recovery and things have happened. Wow. That's pretty amazing. Now that's the, I guess that's your summertime, like what we are equivalent. <laughs> now, right now we're on our, our school break in okay. Guatemala. Good so deal. in the meantime, we're getting ready for first and second grade next year. We have tons of kids already signed up. I think we'll easily have 80 students in first and second grade. Wow. And that's why we're going to try and make a trip without our kids in January, the week before school starts and the first week of school and then come back for Shelly to have that second surgery and, and go through all that. 
Wow. Well, we're excited for y'all. That's just a, a, an amazing year and it, a full of miracles too, uh, both from students and medical challenges that uh, Shelley was facing and kind of where you guys are at right now. So uh, I guess you can say the devil was fighting, but at the same time, um, God's shown some great victories and some blessings. And that's just re really remarkable, like you mentioned, to be able to see a school kind of launch right off the ground that way. So um so that's anyway it's really really exciting we're we're excited to be a part of what god's doing there um and um looking forward to what god's going to keep on doing in the future as well as god keeps on blessing y'all um i'm trying to think here how are the kids enjoying being in the states right now they well the boys liked being able to put on pads and go out for football um i think the ministry opportunities, it's nice to see that our kids aren't just missionaries because or aren't involved in ministry just because their parents make them. And so coming back and getting involved in church, Silas doing Sunday school and Jonah and the praise band and in the youth group. And um, Eden has been finding finding friends her third week. She found a friend who couldn't speak very good English. And uh, Eden's like, that's OK. I speak Spanish. And her friend said, well, how much Spanish do you speak? And Eden said, all of it. And so they they. Um, became really close and and the girl was kind of feeling left out in youth group. And so I think that it's been nice seeing them not just adapt to American culture, but be able to be involved in ministry and things at their school and church. That's neat. Well, I'm glad they're doing well and I uh, enjoyed seeing the pictures and stuff like that. Now I'm kind of partial because I, I coach soccer. So um, okay. to see them playing football, I just want to shake my head, but no, uh, but uh, no, <laughs> well, Tim I'm Tebow kind of um, hurt all missionary parents because all missionary kids think now that they can go be NFL. So being able to <laughs> have reality has been a good thing, I think. Funny. <clears throat> um, hey, let's uh, let's see here. How did, tell me how the you mentioned the school, and you can allude to that a little bit more if you want to. But how's the Bible Institute going as well? It's been so in August, thanks to Elon Musk's SpaceX Skylink stuff with internet, we just got fast internet at our farm. Um, it's available in Guatemala now, and so we have fast internet, and I've been able to do my Bible Institute classes virtually, where they could actually connect, and we could it's been good enough speeds. So that was neat that it happened right before we came back. And so trying to keep on with classes, we have three couples and, and another lady who are doing Bible Institute classes. They'll finish their third year this next year. And I just met with them last week. We're talking about what villages they're going to kind of planning out the rest of this year and how they're getting involved in, in church before they finish. But um, we're really excited about that. So there's two villages that look like great opportunities for a new pastor to go to. And it's, it's kind of safe to say, because earlier this year or coming into this school year for the Bible Institute, it didn't, you weren't sure who was going to come if anybody, right? Right. Right. And it's, it's, everything's been a mess as far as recruiting students and things, but um, I think it's going to be a, it'll be a good year because these, these families we have are really solid. And then this next year we're transitioning our whole program into an accredited high school program. And then a, an associate's degree. So it'll be a two and a four year program instead of our, our three that we have now. And that's going to expand the amount of students we bring in. Hey guys, it's Charlie. And you already know that we don't run any ads. And the only way that we grow this podcast is through word of mouth. So if you wouldn't mind, just ask yourself if someone you know would learn from or enjoy our podcast. And now that you have that someone in your mind, take 30 seconds to hit the three dots at the top of your screen to hit share episode, text it to them and get back to listening. Wow. That's, that's awesome. It's pretty cool to be able to see 
uh, which is a part of that ministry or because you mentioned some baptisms you did last week. Was that a part yeah. of your local ministry or what was that? That's one of our graduates who's who graduated the program, went to an unreached villages like these next three couples are going to do. And so he's he's been in that village for four years and zero converts until now 12 people accepted Christ. We're able to go to the baptism service on Friday. And it's the first baptism I've been at in a while that I didn't get wet. And it's, uh, I explained that I'm a, I'm a spiritual grandpa here because I baptized their pastor and now getting to go and see him reaching people and baptizing and, and your kids having kids. I think being a grandparent is more fun than being a parent anyway. And so the same thing happens in, in missions. That's what everybody wants to have that you've reached people that are reaching more people. That is awesome. That's a neat testimony. I'm glad I asked that question because I was kind of curious to see um, how that has worked out. And that's basically what you're planning on doing with the Bible Institute is keep on starting more churches and more villages and have opportunities. Uh, do they plan to start schools and stuff too? Or is that just kind of up to the individual schools or pastors when they go out? I think they're just going to just their focus is planning churches. And so as they get started, just getting a full foothold in these communities, because the religion they're they're fighting against isn't Catholicism or Pentecostals. It's just straight witchcraft and animism. And so right now they just had to get a, a foothold and then we'll see where where things expand from that. That's neat. Uh, it's pretty amazing to see. Anyway, is it, I guess the organic nature of the gospel and how it goes and reaches people and uses different people in different ways. Uh, just miraculous to see how God does that. Um, so I'm and as far as Guatemala itself, you know, like you just mentioned, we think a Guatemala main religion would be Catholicism. Mm -hmm. um, but are there any other misconceptions or ideas that we might have as Americans thinking about Guatemala. What did you think before you went there? Or um, what will we find different if we visited Guatemala? Uh, there's there's just so many different people groups that you have to learn each individual culture, I think, because it's so divided. And even between Guatemala City and where we are in the jungles, uh, I think the last number, there were 630 missionaries in Guatemala before COVID. COVID took out a bunch of them, but 590 of those were in Guatemala City. And then another 20 or 30 of them were in. So there's like 10 families that aren't in one of the two biggest cities here. And so when you get to villages, there's been very little education. There's been very little spiritual anything. And there's so whatever religion was there is syncretized. So you have pastor, witch doctors, and you have um, fear of, of the spirits are everything. So um, it's a different way to, to present the gospel because at the cross, Jesus takes our, our guilt and our sin which we we understand pilgrim's progress and and the burden off of his back which is the way we see the cross and for regular guatemalan culture they see jesus taking our shame and he's naked and and exposed and dying for us and and kekchi people see the fear part of that and the power that jesus showed even while dying the sun goes dark and the earth shakes and he's raising people from the dead and at the cross all three parts of culture are are there it's just on what aspect you're looking at jesus so he meets all of our needs. It's just how you explain those needs to to each individual person in their culture is is what mission says. Mm -hmm. Well, um, I'm trying to think. You you do a pretty good job 
you guys do posting pictures and some different things. And I think Charlie's gotten a, a number of different things from you already, probably from the baptisms last week. Yep. And uh, that's exciting to be able to, to be able to see. I haven't seen those yet. Um, but if you have it, do you have any other pictures, Charlie, do you know of any other pictures or anything that you might need or, um, or if you have anything that comes to mind, if you maybe just send that to uh, Charlie and we'll try to put that in. So as we kind of, edit the video and put it together. We might have a few videos here or there that we can kind of put in our pictures or something like that. Yeah, I have our um, presentation. I just uploaded, I'll send you a Dropbox link and okay. um, I have a keynote PDF, whatever. And then you can just drive, grab out of that. Okay. Um, well, that's really, really cool. Well, I'm excited about what God's doing. And I know you guys have had challenges this year and your, your uh, missionary pilot friends as well. Um, we didn't even talk about that, uh, but how's their family and how has been the response from uh, that uh, airplane crash and all? It's been um, like, cause they were, I wish he wasn't a pilot cause he was so good at everything else. And, yeah. uh, and they were like our kids as grandparents. So it was difficult. I'd say it's still difficult. We were just talking about them again this morning. Because mm-hmm. they were part of our board of directors from the time they got to Guatemala with the Bible Institute. They taught classes. They were part of our school. They were raising money for the scholarship program for the kids um, to keep that going because we were trying to handle infrastructure and the actual teaching. They were going to do sponsorships of classrooms. So when that happened right in like February 13th, the end of the school year, like we'd been going less than a month. Mm-hmm. Um, it was personally devastating I think it's probably the right word, probably pretty traumatic, um, the way it happened and and what happened. Um, but last week, one of my jobs was to sign the papers on their house for the person who bought it and send that money off to the kids. And um, we're still dealing with some of that. So just yeah. is there somebody it. else that's taking um, their place there? I'm not sure yet. It's been interesting because we there was a Canadian couple who had already been there about a year and a half before that happened. He's an electrician and she's a nurse and they stepped up. He started teaching the English classes at the, at the school to free up some of my time. And they've, they've been excellent helps. Um, and then there's another couple who knew them who was working in Guatemala city and ran teams. And they are going to try and take, I just, they were in Guatemala the same time I was last week too, in Patin. And they're going to start working more in our area already. And now they're going to start focusing on our graduates in the Bible Institute, helping follow up with them, work in villages. So I don't think any one group is going to take their place, but there's a lot of different people that are going to, you know, divide up some of those responsibilities. And um, I think that the biggest loss we have is personally, because they were our mentors and they pastored in the States for 20 something years before they came to Guatemala. And oh, wow. so while we've been on the mission field longer, they'd been in ministry and they were just they're the people we, we would have talked to about Shelly's health things and dealing with living in the States right now. And um, it's kind of that, that I think personally we lost a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we want you to know we're praying for you and um, I know you guys have gone through a lot of challenges, but a lot of blessings as well. And um, we're thankful for you and we're thankful for your faithfulness on the, the field to see what God's continuing to do. And I think it's a testimony to your faithfulness to the Lord and how he's blessing now. And even looking ahead as we challenge our church family to looking ahead, hey, you know, this is a, a long-term thing. And it's just neat to see how God's blessing and working in your family too. Um, you know, it seems like they they enjoy ministry as well. Uh, they just kind of jump in and you all do it together. <laughs> uh, so that's a blessing. Um uh, as well. Is there anything that we can pray for you uh, about or with you about or uh, any challenges that you see ahead or specific blessings? 
Yeah, I think I think it's it's difficult trying to do ministry long distance. And so trying to get the real stories of what's happening. That's one of the reasons I went down last week too. Just make sure everything's still moving. Um, which things are going great. We have we have a lot of national leaders. We're in a really good spot with people in charge of the different ministries. Um they all stepped up, they've done a great job. So I think right now it's it's praying for new students to get signed up, that that goes well, that our new teachers can can get their training and things done with Shelly, that we can effectively communicate long distance and the virtual things stay connected and that that, I, we don't want people to get fatigued um, when we're, you know, when you're in front of somebody, the work is different and they may step up at the beginning and adrenaline kind of wears off. So we don't want that, that to start happening and people get complacent. But, mm-hmm. uh, and then for Shelly's, Surgery, recovery, all the medical stuff that has to kind of fall into place as scheduling and insurances. And um, it's a mess. So it's easier in Guatemala when you can text your doctor. (laughs) (laughs) I can see that. (laughs) um, Yeah, but I don't know. It's, it's, there's a lot. I'm sure. Yes. Well, it seems like ministry. There's always a, a lot of things going on. Well, I appreciate your time and taking the time out to be able to chat. And, you know, honestly, feel free if anytime you want to reach out, I'm happy. You know, technology is a cool thing, uh, but I know we all get busy and, uh, you know, sometimes they, well, I'll just text or whatever. It kind of does make it pretty easy. Um, I, that's pretty, was it called Skylink or Starlink or whatever that is you mentioned? Yeah, um, I think it's Skylink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I saw... Uh, it was a few months ago, I saw like the constellation that they have up in you know, the, the satellites, the six satellites or 12 satellites, whatever it is, like in a, a row kind of in the sky. I thought, what yeah. is that? And then I thought, oh, that's that Starlink thing. Um, so it was pretty cool. But It's been awesome. Um, and all you do is plug it in and then it searches, the satellite dish searches for the closest satellite by itself. It just rotates around and it tries different ones to find the best one. But you can pick it up and move it anywhere you want to in the world and then just set it down and it'll find its internet. And it's like 250, 260 meg download speeds. That's pretty good. So 60 bucks a month. That's not bad either. <laughs> uh, that's neat. Well, I'm, I'm thankful for technology. It does make it a whole lot easier. I'm sure for y'all to feel like you're connected with the world too. So um, yeah, be able to forever, but um, cause I, we wouldn't be able to keep this up too long term, but for now we'll make it work. Yeah. Oh, well, we're praying for you guys and praying for you to travel back and forth. We'll be praying for Shelly as well as when it comes to her uh, procedures. And I know it's holiday time with Thanksgiving and Christmas in between and you guys traveling back and forth. But if there's anything we can do, please let us know. And we appreciate you, appreciate your family and your ministry that you're doing. And uh, from here in Louisiana, we just want you to know we're thankful for you. We think you're doing a great job. And, Thank you. Uh, you guys have been so faithful, and we're so appreciative. And it's just every time I communicate with you, it's just constant blessing. And and you're one of our favorite churches, even though we've only been there once. But uh, but we really appreciate you all. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you've been encouraged by I Hope, why not share it with a friend or leave us a review? Until next week, God bless.